The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Every time a missile misses its target, a train derails, or a faulty airbag fails to save a life, we wonder whether these failures, which can sometimes reach catastrophic proportions, are caused by a counterfeit part that may have infiltrated the supply chain. Welcome to People to People, working together for your safety with host Stan Salat. Stan has the answers to your questions on protecting yourself and the safety of your loved ones, including your pets. Don't miss out. Now, here is Stan Salat. Hello and welcome to People to People, working together for your safety. I'm your host, Stan Salat. Our show today is all about managing global change. Lead like it matters because it does. Changing the way industry manages the chemical content and disclosure of their products and what leadership does to to reverse the counterfeit material and product epidemic worldwide requires leadership that understands what is at issue and knows how to lead like it matters again because it does based on practical experience and her reputation for practical tell it like it is insights my guest Miss Roxy Bahar Hewardson and I will discuss what it will take to address the International Chamber of Commerce's estimated counterfeit uh, uh, estimates that counterfeiting will reach a staggering 1.7 trillion dollars in revenue by 2015. Today's show is brought to you by our sponsors, Business and Quality Process Management, LLC, and Secure Components, LLC. Business and Quality Process Management, LLC, provides business process and quality management consulting, uh, training, and software tools. The principles of BQPM led the development and implementation of the International Hazardous Substance Process Management Certification Program, used by more than 4,500 manufacturing manufacturers to demonstrate compliance with the European Union's restriction of hazardous substance laws and the International Counterfeit Avoidance Certification Program. To learn more about what the work that BQPM does and how they can help your company, visit their website at www.bqpm.com. And Secure Components, another of our sponsors, an independent distributor specializing in obsolete and hard-to-find components. Secure Components is the first company in the world to achieve international certification for their counterfeit detection and mitigation process controls. Their IECQ CAP certification achieved in accordance with the SAE 6081 standards. When you need to find high-quality, hard-to-find, obsolete components, 
you want secure components on your team. To learn more about secure components and what they can do to help you, visit their website at www.securecomponents.com. Our show today, as I started out, the uh, my guest is Roxy Bahar Hewitson, and Roxy will be joining me in just a minute here to talk about her work in the uh, no nonsense, practical, tell it like it is insights, uh, and how she has helped many uh, leaders become stronger leaders. She is. Um, she has been featured in publications such as Forbes Entrepreneur Magazine, Inc., Chief Learning Officer, Training Industry Magazine, and many more. She graced, she graced the uh, stages of TEDx and been heard from coast to coast on television and radio. She served five years as uh, adjunct f- uh, faculty in Cornell School of Industrial and Labor Relations, where she received uh, her master's degree. I am excited to have Roxy on the show today, uh, and I'm going to uh, stop right here and say welcome, Roxy, to people to people working together for your safety. Thank you, Stan. I'm really happy to be here today and to talk about how leadership can help with the, the problem of counterfeiting. Well, thank you very much. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a, a very interesting um, world we live in today with all that's going on between the, the hazardous substances that are in many of our products and perhaps the overall globalization of, of industry. Uh, that just you know, as I think about it, I grew up in uh, industry, and for the first uh, portion of my career, it was pretty much all U.S.-based work that I did, uh, leading, uh, creating leaders not only in the U.S. but around the world must be quite a challenge. It, well, it is, and in this. Uh world of ours, uh, unfortunately, there are a few great leaders, um, some good ones, and an awful lot of mediocre or failing ones. Uh, we see it in the headlines every day. So, uh, you know, I, I'm trying to change that. I'd, I'd like to see a revolution in leadership where people receive the quality of leadership they deserve, and it's really time to change the uh, paradigm of what leadership really means. You have, um, obviously, you're an expert in this field, by all means. Uh, we'll talk a bit as we go through the uh, the show today about your books and things that you've done. Uh, if you would, help the, the audience understand a bit more of about your own background. And when you talk about leaders and leadership, uh, they, how, how do you actually frame that? Uh, and I can think of a lot of different ways to do it, but you're the expert, so uh, if you would share. Well, uh, I've spent my career uh, leading in the real world of work, Stan, and learning how and why leaders succeed or fail. <clears throat> it's a, it's, it's, you know, leadership, we sort of take it for granted and, and assume that, that people who are good at what they do um, will also be good leaders of other people in, in the in the field that they're in, and, and it's just not true. 
um, it's it's sort of like uh, thinking about a star uh, baseball or football player uh, somehow <clears throat> being made into a coach and then having to lead those people even if uh, they, whether it's a woman's sport or a man's sport whether she or he uh, uh, ever was the captain or ever led the team those skill those skill sets are so very different when you're helping other people succeed and it's not about you it's about them and uh, I, I really have had a laser focus on developing high performing leaders for over 20 years and I've been uh, working with uh, people on the uh, national level and, and I've been a consultant in helping executives and managers understand the impact of their actions uh, while building the right leadership skills and healthy cultures that create great organizations. So uh, I wrote a book about it. Yes, I did. <laughs> trying, to help, <laughs> trying to help people uh, at any level, uh, whether they're thinking about becoming leaders or whether they're already seasoned leaders, really move through four core mastery levels, um, a personal mastery, interpersonal mastery, team mastery, culture and systems mastery and we'll probably touch on a couple of those today when we're talking about uh, what leadership needs to do um, uh, on the global level in terms of what leaders need to do not leadership but um, what leaders need to do on the global level in order to uh, attach uh, deal with this uh, problem that's that's so pervasive and it touches all of our lives bringing bringing that those thoughts together and as you know, my show is about the, the hazardous substance, or if you will, the substances, the chemical substances in products, and uh, how that also relates to counterfeiting, which often results in hazardous substances being introduced into products. And part of, certainly part of my passion is that, in my opinion, leaders and leadership starts with uh, each of us individually. We're, we're all leaders in some ways. And specific to the hazardous substance side or the chemical side and counterfeiting, uh, I hear a lot about the counterfeiting being something that uh, is supply and demand based and a lot of consumers as well as leaders, uh, business executives, look at uh, counterfeiting and don't really realize that, or state it a little bit differently, the, the, the thought is that leaders drive what happens. Consequently, counterfeiting is just leaders who are looking for the lowest price, uh, quickest solution to a problem. Um, from my thinking, or at least what I'd like to, to ask you about here, is setting the precedent. And I guess this is where I'm going with my question is setting the precedent. Leaders set precedents. Is that is that a fair statement? Yes, it is. They set the tone. They set the culture. Uh, they are responsible for the culture in their organization. So I really liked what you said about um, each of us are leaders of our own lives. I, I tell that to people all, all the time and remind them that you're the CEO of you. <laughs> 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 and what values you bring to the table are, are going to have a, a tremendous impact on the others around you, especially in a leadership role. And it's not just I'm a leader of me, but you know, as as a as a young adult uh, 
we had children, my wife and I had children, we raised those children, um, we're the leaders of our children. I mean, this right. it's more than just going to the office from 9 to 5. It sure is. I mean, it always comes back down to values, Stan, because we make all our decisions based on our values and what matters to us most. Um, it's real simple. If, you're, if you, your value is uh, the end justifies the means, then you're going to behave differently than if the means matter. <laughs> so, uh, obviously, the end is justifying the means for people who are involved in counterfeiting and people who are demanding counterfeiting. So, uh, you're right about the supply and the demand. It's, it's not much different than the, uh, the drug trade, really. I mean, it's the same, same issue. If there was no demand, there'd be no uh, drug trade. <laughs> there was no demand, there'd be no counterfeiting trade. So uh, looking at it from that standpoint is very important. And the other thing you said um, uh, to me when we were talking uh, at another time is uh, about how big a change it will be and needs to be to get people to think differently about this issue. I've noticed in industry... And, I, and I've seen this happen before where changes that take place are driven by um, the demand, as, as we're saying here. And I guess one of the, the uh, questions here would be my role, uh, let me speak from this perspective, my role is as the leader of the uh, organization HSF uh, Mark Alliance and the Counterfeit Avoidance Mark Alliances is to help industry find its way to uh, addressing these problems in an efficient way for consumers. To do that we have looked at how do we actually make that happen and the suggestions we've had is you go to retail industry and you get them to request or require actually demand uh, change from the manufacturers. So here's the question and uh, hopefully I'm not going to put you on the spot here but I'm dealing with the leaders of retail industry which are big and small everything from the small uh, mom and pop as we call them small businesses uh, retail stores to the giants like the Walmarts and uh, the the Sears and the Pennies and the Macy's and the Home Depots how does one go about addressing the leadership of the of those different diverse environments to convince them uh, to be the leaders of change in this regard? That's a great question. Um, here's the, the, there's a term that's come, come up in, in recent years um, called coopetition. And it's really a combination of cooperative, uh, the word cooperative and the word uh, competition. And um, what it really means is uh, getting people together who we need synergy. A lot of people don't like the word synergy uh, these days because it's been misused quite a bit. But what we really need to do is bring people together and create something different that's never been there before, which is what real synergy does. And um, when you have coopetition around a topic where they have a shared need, uh, so yes, Home Depot um, competes with Lowe's and 
and Walmart competes with Kmart and, you know, uh, so on and so on. <clears throat> but what do they have in common? What Bringing people together where they have a, a I, I don't want to say a, a common enemy, but in this case it really is, a common enemy that they need to defeat. And it's in all of their best interests to work together is, uh, is what has to happen. And there are smart people in, in all of uh, the retail industry who, who understand that. And, and I know that they do some things together already. And they're, they're, but the thing is, is they're going to be much more effective if they work together than if they work uh, ad hoc on their own. So, you know, there, there are people who are serving this industry. But, you know, when I did a, a quick um, search on the Internet for this issue of counterfeiting and leadership, uh, I was shocked at how little there was <laughs> yes. and, um, and how few industries are actually, uh, there's, a, there's a real opportunity really for uh, in the security industry field to, um, to do a tremendous job for the people who are being damaged and that's the retailers and the consumers, um, the wholesalers, the distributors, everybody's being damaged by this except for the counterfeiters. So, right. uh, you know, the, the security industry has a real opportunity there, and, and maybe they can help bring some of these people together. I don't know, but then they have to get together to do that. And it's, it's really um, a shame, in my view, and really pretty stupid, actually, um, that the, the people who are involved in retail, large or small, uh, don't, don't understand to the degree they need to understand how critically important it is that they pull together to defeat this common enemy. And um, when they do, it, it, they need somebody to lead that effort or somebody to lead that effort in a, in a really cooperative way so that they're, uh, they're figuring this out in a smart way. They're not working harder, they're working smarter to, to solve this. If they keep picking at it at, uh, on their own, they're never going to solve it. Uh, Interesting. Look at what happens, Dan, in the, with credit cards and Target and Home Depot and so on. It's just going to get worse and worse and worse. Yes, uh, that, that, is, that is very true. Uh, Roxy, we, we need to take a short break. Um, let's, let's hold on to those thoughts, and when we come back, pick back up on them. Okay? Okay. Uh, folks, we need to uh, take a quick break here and let uh, Voice America, the radio station, identify itself and address our sponsors. We'll be right back. Don't go away. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Did you know that hazardous substances and counterfeit material can be in everything we buy? From new clothing, cars, toys, power cords, and charging units, to your garden hose and the drywall in your home. Did you know that many of these toxins or counterfeits have been found to cause infertility, birth defects, autism, obesity, and diabetes, which can be passed down from parents to children? It's nearly impossible to know the ingredients in these products, yet Stan Salat Jr., author and creator of the not-for-profit HSF Mark Alliance and Counterfeit Avoidance Mark Alliance, believes that consumers have the right to know the type and amount of hazardous materials in the products we buy. Are you a retailer, a manufacturer, a manager, and a person who cares about the safety of the products you sell and buy? Protect your assets, your job, and your family now. Tell Stan that you want his help. Contact BQPM today. 
visit our website at www.bqpm.com or call toll-free 877-415-0191, bqpm.com. Together, we are working for your safety. Secure Components is proud to be the first independent distributor certified to the Department of Defense adopted AS6081 counterfeit avoidance standard. Our clients view us as partners in counterfeit avoidance because we share our source of supply. We have earned their trust to procure electronic and mechanical components specifically when their requirements are obsolete or unavailable from authorized sources. Visit SecureComponents.com today to learn why the largest aerospace, defense, and technology companies in the world partner with Secure Components. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now. 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. This is People to People, working together for your safety. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to stan at stansalot.com. Again, that's stan at stansalot.com. Now, back to People to People. Welcome back to People to People, working together for your safety. I'm your host, Stan Salot. Our show today is all about managing global change lead like it matters because it does my guest is roxy um uh, and we have been talking about uh, her expertise and leadership roxy bahar hewitson uh, author um consultant uh leadership uh, i'm not sure how well like it now, there's so many ways to say this, but uh, she is well-recognized for her work in leadership and has helped many, many leaders uh, change what they're doing and grow in their professions. We're talking about changing the way industry manages the chemical content and disclosure of their products and what leadership does to reverse the counterfeit material and product uh, counterfeit material and product epidemic worldwide. These things require leadership, and it's a new type of leadership, in my opinion. When before the break, we were talking about, you know, what does it really take to get industry? And I'm speaking now particularly about the retail industry. 
how, how do we get that group of leaders to start making the change? Uh, do we simply wait for them to see consumer demand grow, or do they really step out and start looking at uh, being the leaders themselves? Uh, Roxy, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Dan. I'm, I'm uh, really happy to be here today and talking about something that's so important to all of us. Oh, I certainly thank you for taking the time uh, to to be on the show with me today and talk about this uh, particular uh, subject. You were commenting just before the break that uh, as you go look, and certainly I know that I do a lot of looking at the Internet and at the communications going on in the world, and while we know there's a lot of uh, counterfeiting going on particularly, and in fact the International Chamber of Commerce, which I've stated here is estimating that counterfeiting will be a 1.7 trillion dollar industry by the end of next year uh, also for those that have have uh, looked at this the United Nations uh, office on drugs and crime has done a tremendous amount of work in this area as well and they've actually come out and stated that drugs and and crime from a drug point of view, Counterfeiting products is becoming a preferred uh, business over drugs and human trafficking, for that matter, because the penalties are far less. Uh, it's almost, well, it's not almost, it truly is scary. Um, and, you know, again, I come back to the, the purpose of our discussion today is what things can we do um, Taking this leadership thought down to me personally, uh, as we said earlier, we are in fact leaders of one at least, uh, ourselves. We lead ourselves through life uh, to the best of our abilities. Um, again, how, how do we do this? Um, I struggle with it. To be honest with you, I struggle with it every day. I meet hundreds of people. Uh, on a regular basis, I'll be going to Tokyo next week to meet with industry leaders in the Electrotechnical Commission, and somehow I I am charged with, if you will, creating a leadership environment where I can get them uh, to recognize this important work and take action on it. So again, I come back and uh, ask uh, for your advice, Roxy, and I, I understand you've you've got a book coming out shortly, so maybe you can share some of that with us. Well, thanks, Dan. Yeah, the book's already out, actually. Uh, it came out in uh, the middle of October, so uh, we're pretty excited about it. The uh, Yeah, <laughs> the topic of change is, is uh, something I, I speak about in the book. And um, I really believe most people do change uh, backwards. Uh, and, and if you look at all the research, what's really clear is uh, in every industry and in every enterprise, um, uh, a huge majority of changes, uh, change initiatives fail. And they fail because for the, the biggest reason they fail is because the people who are impacted aren't involved in the change. So <clears throat> there's a... Um, a nice book out that was written many years ago, several decades ago, and still is very uh, one I reference on a regular basis called Managing at the Speed of Change. And uh, that's written by Daryl uh, Connor. And the um, 
point he makes there, and I, I'd like to talk about this for a minute because I think it's a really sure. point. Um, oftentimes, uh, change doesn't happen or doesn't happen soon enough without a burning platform, and, and he got that term from the oil industry, actually, um, because uh, when if, a, if an oil rig uh, is on fire, there, there are really only two choices. One is to die, and one is to decide to jump into the water and probably die. So uh, the question is, you know, how, how are you going, you know, do you give up or do you take a risk? And uh, when you have a burning platform, and if this the topic of counterfeiting is, isn't a burning platform, I don't know what is. Um, <clears throat> this is a, an incredibly serious problem. And when people don't think about how serious it is because they haven't been touched by it yet, they actually have because the cost of products goes up. Um, <clears throat> the chance of uh, identity theft goes up, uh, credit card uh, 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 stealing goes up, all of it. it it's, we, I'm, I would be surprised if in the next five years everybody isn't touched one way or another or hasn't been touched, whether they even know it or not, by right. some uh, version of, of counterfeiting industry. And it is an industry. It's a global industry, and it's uh, thriving. So... How do you how do you uh, kill a thriving industry? <laughs> uh, you have to you have to make the rewards and the the, the rewards and the punishments um, be what you really want. So as you said, if it's uh, if it's more attractive because the the penalties are less to counterfeit, well then people are going to do that than some other crime. We've had con artists and thieves and criminals since the beginning of time. Right. Stakes are higher now. And the opportunities are greater. So if if people don't get together, if if it, we're divided and we, if we're divided, we'll be conquered. If we're together, we won't. So it's about bringing people together who can work together to solve a common problem. Now that means pulling change, not pushing change. There's not. It's not going to work if somebody tells me what to do. It's going to work if somebody engages me and gets my ideas about what to do. That when it impacts me. So even at the large industry leader level, people need to be working together <clears throat> and pulling ideas from all of them, looking at best practices, for instance, uh, telling the truth. What are they really experiencing? How much have they suffered? Um, how are they going to make decisions together? Um, how are they going to set the priorities? They, they really need to pull together a, a group of people who are representative of their industry, respected, and uh, and then and then engage those who are uh, uh, impacted the most in the solutions. If they keep if they push solutions, it's not going to work. If they pull solutions, it will work because the wisdom is there. They just need to tap into it. I'm curious uh, because of the work that that I do. That um, where does the leaders? <laughs> and I hope I'm not going too far into a hole here, but where does the leader's ego fit into the the um, pull rather than push, or does oh, it? It fits in. It fits well. I I think it's ego and it's ignorance. Um, if you think you have all the best answers, and then you're then you're both ignorant and arrogant um, because you don't. Uh, you may have some of the best answers. But the, the wisdom is always in the group. The wisdom, the wisdom of the whole is way better than the wisdom of any one person. Oh, almost, I mean, 
very rarely have I ever <laughs> seen a group not be as smart, uh, not be smarter than any one of its individuals. So, <clears throat> if they're working well together, if they're not working well together, if they're not pulling, they're instead they're pushing their own ideas. Then all that happens is a bunch of fragmentation, and and the best solutions don't come out of that. So uh, you know, if if these leaders of these industries and these uh, companies want an answer to this problem, they have to get humble because they're being beaten. Period. They're being beaten by little guy in Ukraine or another guy over in. Australia or another guy. I mean, they're getting beaten by somebody hacking their way through everything, or or uh, making tags or doing <laughs> making money uh, in their backyard. I read an article about a 13 year old in Peru. I mean, you know, doing a great job counterfeiting money. It's like, why yes. wouldn't why wouldn't they if it's easy and if nobody is organized to deal with it? It's scattershot right now, and it needs to be different. I was um, I, I, I was looking at the uh, information and community technology mm-hmm. group, and they're they're trying to organize around uh, around those kinds of things. The information and technology side of things is really huge in terms of intellectual property and so on. And they, you know, they have this thing called uh, BASCAP, Business Action to Stop Counterfeiting and Piracy. Well, you know, that's a whole industry that needs to, to talk to itself as well. But wouldn't it be a good idea if if a, several industries just take it up another level? Go, you get, you got your retail industry. you get your information technology industry. You've got your um, uh, currency industry. So what if they all got together and taught in credit cards? What if they all got together and started to uh, think about what could they do together to make it not worth the, the, the thief's worthwhile, the counterfeiter's worthwhile? They've got to figure out um, a, a new change plan where they pull the wisdom from, the, from all of their industries and figure out what to do. Uh, that's, you know, you're making a, an excellent point. And, again, one of the... One of the things that I've done uh, in a recent uh, interview, CBS uh, TV News in New York, I went to uh, to that particular interview, and while I was in New York, I walked down Canal Street and looked at and um, kind of observed what's going on there, watching person after person with their children uh, perhaps on vacation. I suspect most of them were on vacation, walking through the various shops and at the children's eye level are all these neat um, watches and toys and souvenirs. We bought a bunch of them. We sent them off to our labs and sure enough we found out two things. One, many of them were counterfeited but most importantly most all of them had excessive amounts of either lead or cadmium or hexylvania chromate uh, in them. So I guess the point I'm making, again, from a leadership point of view, it starts with mom and dad. Well, and that means education. So if I were in your industry, I would be blasting the uh, market 
with um, with the uh, uh, story about the dangers of um, buying cheap um, for their kids. Uh, if you want to get at the heartstrings, uh-huh. you go to the parents about their children because and and there have been too many stories about the stuff coming out of China with it, you know, poisoning its own children um, with bad formula and with the toys that are made in China with mercury and lead and so on and so on, that people are aware, I think, um, on some level that, uh, I mean, it's really horrible that you can't buy anything in this country in the toy or clothing industry without it being made in China. I mean, I do my best, absolute best, to buy American and buy local. Um, and, it, and it's really hard. Uh, it, I mean, you have to pay more and you is. have to look harder. Uh, but I really do believe that, that we need to educate our um, consumers um, and do a much better job educating our consumers so that the demand drops. Roxy, we're once again on a, uh, uh, at a point where we need to take a short station identification break um, to uh, make sure that we do the right things. Uh, will you be with me or can you stay with me for the last segment? I'd love to, Stan. Okay. To our listening audience, don't go away. We'll be right back with Roxy and uh, all things uh, addressing leadership. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. Secure Components is proud to be the first independent distributor certified to the Department of Defense adopted AS6081 counterfeit avoidance standard. Our clients view us as partners in counterfeit avoidance because we share our source of supply. We have earned their trust to procure electronic and mechanical components specifically when their requirements are obsolete or unavailable from authorized sources. Visit securecomponents.com today to learn why the largest aerospace, defense, and technology companies in the world partner with Secure Components. Did you know that hazardous substances and counterfeit material can be in everything we buy? From new clothing, cars, toys, power cords, and charging units, to your garden hose and the drywall in your home. Did you know that many of these toxins or counterfeits have been found to cause infertility, birth defects, autism, obesity, and diabetes, which can be passed down from parents to children? It's nearly impossible to know the ingredients in these products, yet Stan Salat Jr., author and creator of the not-for-profit HSF Mark Alliance and Counterfeit Avoidance Mark Alliance, believes that consumers have the right to know the type and amount of hazardous materials in the products we buy. Are you a retailer, a manufacturer, a manager, and a person who cares about the safety of the products you sell and buy? Protect your assets, your job, and your family now. Tell Stan that you want his help. Contact BQPM today. Visit our website at www.bqpm.com or call toll-free 877-415-0191. BQPM.com. Together, we are working for your safety. For 27 years, KidStar has empowered thousands of kids across the country. And now we have the opportunity to empower children around the world. KidStar is announcing a new radio show called Voyage Earth. Voyage Earth will empower kids from across the world. KidStar has created a Kickstarter campaign just for this new undertaking. By pledging to Kickstarter, 
You pledge for a future of empowered people to come. My name is Raina, and I'm a producer on Voice America Kids. I want to thank you for being a backer of our Kickstarter Voyager. Kickstart, we empower kids. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. This is People to People, working together for your safety. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to Stan at StanSalat.com. Again, that's Stan at StanSalat.com. Now, back to People to People. Welcome back to People to People, working together for your safety. I'm your host, Stan Salat. Our show today is all about managing global change. Lead like it matters because it does. My guest is Roxy. Uh, she has a uh, a book out that's about leadership, and she also has a um, a website. Uh, Roxy, first off, are you still there? I sure am, Stan. Outstanding. Um, I want to make sure that we that we let folks know how to get in touch with you. If they're interested in uh, some some assistance in one way or another, and how to get in, how to get a hold of your book. Okay, well, um, lots of ways to uh, get a hold of my book. It's on Barnes and Noble. It's on Amazon. Uh, it's also an electronic version, um, and uh, it's called "Lead Like It Matters" because it does. And uh, my website is www.ask roxy.com and uh, my leadership program is actually uh, streamable and um, uh, on the web so and if you um, if you decide you want the book uh, you actually get a pretty good deal on the leadership program uh, after buying the book so uh, I'm trying to make this information accessible to everybody Stan because I really want um, non-toxic workplaces uh, to to emerge far more frequently than they than they do today, I'd like to change the the uh, expectation of our leaders to be one that is that they they will lead well and will lead effectively wherever they are, whether it's um, an entrepreneur's own business with one employee or it's uh, it's a huge industry. It's important how we lead. It matters how we lead. It changes our communities. It changes our world. And uh, I'm really excited about the, the work, and I'm excited about helping people. So uh, we'll see what happens. I just, I just hope that uh, I can reach more people and, and turn some of these things around. Well, we'll certainly do our best to help you do that. Um, our marketing, as I shared with you before the show, we reach out to a little over 7 million people, so we'll be uh, attempting to, to help you with that. 
Um, before the break, before the last break, we were talking about um, industry, and, and particularly you had made some comments about buying uh, Buy America, if you will, by local, which is by all means something we all, or many of us, most of us strive to do, if you will. But I'm also aware, uh, my industrial background takes me around the world. I have worked in international uh, levels since the late 1980s, uh, spending a fair bit of time in uh, Asia, uh, throughout various parts of Asia. And prior to that, I had actually lived in Europe for eight years. So with a fairly strong international background, I am very understanding of the fact that industry itself has really changed over the last 20-30 years. Our components, the things that make products, has been moved around the world in various places uh, over the years and about 70 to 80 percent of the products and or components of products actually come out of the Asia community or the region referred to as Asia. Where I'm going with this particularly, and I, I want to make sure that uh, we also share this, you have your book being translated to another one of the uh, large areas where products come from, and that's in India, I believe. Yes, it's coming out in November in India. Mm -hmm. So uh, for the folks that might be listening, we do have an international audience. Uh, if you're in around or working or, uh, in the India area, by all means, uh, look for Roxy's book. Um, the, either the English version or the translated version as well. Uh, I'd like to take us back for just, uh, just a minute. And, you know, one of the things that you commented on was, uh, blasting the message out. I'm gonna take that one to heart. Uh, we have certainly been trying to get the word out, but I've been a little bit reserved in uh, you know just how hard I blasted because in part I I'm sensitive to um, overstepping our bounds as to what we do. But from a leadership point of view, I also recognize, as I was just saying, that products are in fact uh, manufactured all over the world today. A lot of it. While people seem to think that it's because of the low cost of labor, the reality is that it's the lack of regulations or the the limited regulations in emerging countries that really drive uh, a lot of this. Uh, I've seen firsthand the rivers in China where where uh, textiles are manufactured the pollutants that are just dumped in the rivers, whereas you would be hard-pressed to find something like that happening here in the U.S. Um, this, this brings me around to the point of saying there's an aspect of leadership that's based on culture and the emerging uh, emergence, if you will, of transitioning from a subservient environment to a, a higher level. Uh, help me out here. <laughs> Am I making any sense? Well, yeah, you're right about culture. Culture, culture is like the air we breathe, um, polluted or not. Uh, what what the leaders choose to do and how they model what's okay and what's not okay will be how the culture operates. So, uh, you know, I, I do think it's it's 
uh, not um, a small uh, a small issue that uh, what we were doing in the 50s, 40s, 30s, 70s even in terms of polluting our, our water streams and our earth uh, in this country um, uh, has, has now uh, uh, migrated across the planet. And it's just, we, we may have figured out that it's not such a good idea, but even today, even in the United States, you know very well, Stan, that industry will get away with whatever it can get away with. Um, yes. We come back to, to values. Because if money is, is, you can't take it with you, you know, really, you can't. So how much money does everybody need? And if money is the driver of everything we do, if that's the value, then we're doomed. We're doomed as a planet. If, if it matters, if human, if human life matters, if the quality of life matters, if those are our values, well, then uh, we're not doomed. But, but we really have to look at the the baseline values that are driving our culture in our communities, in our, I mean, in New York State, where I am right now, the fracking issue, of course, is, is hot, yes. do, hot topic. It's, it's, it's the same, the same thing. Well, yeah, we want to be, we want to be, um, uh, free of, um, of foreign oil. But what, are, what price are we willing to pay for that? Right. What price are we willing to pay? Are we, is it okay to have earthquakes in our backyard? Is it okay to have our wells polluted? I, I mean, it's not okay to me. No. Um, and, you know, there are lots of people on both sides of that, that question of whether that's true or it's not true. But, well, I, you know, i got to tell you, I don't, I don't trust the energy industry um, to do what's good for the community. I trust them to do what's good for their shareholders. That's, you know... Uh, I'm I'm right there with you. Um, when it comes to industry, and and I can remember, uh, and this is dating myself, but I can remember back when learning how to do investments. It was all about the culture of the company. It was about their their thinking, the leadership's role, and how they uh, presented their organizations the good things they were doing. Uh, when I made a decision on an investment, it was based on a lot of elements, but leadership was a big part of that. Of course, because leadership determines the culture. It's right. simple black and white. So if the leadership of China thinks it's okay to pollute their land because they have so much of it and kill their people, uh, okay, because they have so many people, well, then that's their culture. But that affects us. It affects yes. Everybody else, because, uh, you know, and I'm not saying the leadership is, you know, even purposefully doing that, but if they're, if they're neglect or not paying attention, uh, that's what happens, then that means leadership has failed. Leadership has failed the people it's supposed to be leading. There's, there's another piece, and we're just about out of time today, but there's another piece, and maybe um, a word or two as, as we wrap up. Our our culture has moved just the way Moore's Law said it would move, and that's everything's happening faster. And, and um, to that, again, I go back to my investments over the years were based on leadership and, and what the companies were doing and the way they were being led to do that. Today, 
It's about how fast can I capture the data on a computer and gain a cent or a quarter of a cent or a half, you know, some portion of a cent. And if I can do that a billion times, I'm going to make money. So from a leadership point of view, it's, it's, it's just how much faster can I accomplish it than you? Well, what are you trying to accomplish? What's the it is the key question. Are you trying to um, be a leader that makes a difference in the world in a positive way, or are you trying to make money? And all you're trying to do is make money if that's your top value. If the top value is money, 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 then you're going to do, then nothing, nothing good will come of that. Because, it, it, and I'm not opposed to making money. I love <laughs> yes. how you make money, how you make money makes a difference. And that's based on the leader's values. There you have it, folks. AskRoxy.com. By all means, go check it out. Roxy, I want to thank you very much for uh, being on the show today. Thank you, Stan. It was uh, great to talk about something so important. All right. Well, our show now comes to an end. I want to thank everybody, and we um, we have a few closing comments here just quickly. Um, people to people working together for your safety is dedicated to bringing people together to share knowledge and create a safer environment for us all. If you have a question, agree or disagree with the information we are sharing, send me an email at... Um, with uh, send me an email with your comments or questions to stan at stansalot.com you can also find me on twitter at stansalot jr that's jr for junior that's at stansalot.jr our sponsors business and quality process management and uh, secure components llc by all means, if you need consulting services in the hazardous substance, quality management, BQPM is your source. If you're looking for hard-to-find or obsolete components, Secure Components, LLC, uh, that's at www.securecomponents.com. I'd like to recognize our supporting staff for making the show work, Voice America. We have Brandy Jackson, our general manager, Robert Cellino, executive producer, Randy Jackman, our production manager, and Jeff Gerstel, our director of host services. People to People is a Yulia Coach, uh, Coach Branding and uh, People to People production manager. She's the person that keeps it all working. Thank you for joining me on People to People, working together for your safety. Remember, change only happens when people come together and work together. Your help in the fight against the proliferation of hazardous substances and counterfeiting of consumer products could save a life. Until next week, I'm your host, Stan Slott, wishing you safe and healthy life. Thank you for listening. Please join host Stan Salat for next week's edition of People to People, working together for your safety. We'll have another show next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a safe, toxic, and counterfeit-free week.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 